like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sarah Marissa on the line, and she is an executive life coach, a speaker, and an advocate for social justice. Uh, Farah, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm so excited to have you here, and uh, I just want to let's uh, jump right in. So let's talk about what you're doing uh, as an executive life coach. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your business. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I'm an executive life coach, and I've been coaching for the last 10 years. And actually, at this point, I've served over a thousand clients. And wow, that's really, amazing! First off, congratulations <laughs> on that. That's not an easy accomplishment, right there. That's a lot of people. It isn't, but it, when you're doing what you want to do and what is purposeful to you, it's really, really exciting, and it gives me the most joy. That's so, awesome. one of the things, um, one of the things that people ask me all the time, and it, it, it relates to my coaching is really like, how, how did I get started? And uh, for, for, for most people, I didn't get started in the most unique way. I actually came from a corporate sales experience. I had 13 years in corporate America. I was one of the number one sales reps in California year after year. And I don't say that to brag or to boast, but really I say it because on paper, my life looked like it was going really well. I was the number one sales rep. I made a significant amount of money. I had all the fringe benefits, the car and the unlimited expense account and was winning trips and traveling and, you know, buying nice clothes and doing all the things that women love to do in Los Angeles. But the reality was is that I was really searching for more, not more things, but I wanted more fulfillment. I really was seeking to know what my purpose was. I knew there was something inside of myself that wanted to be expressed. And it wanted to be expressed professionally and personally. And I knew there was something, like I said, more that I wanted to be doing with my mm -hmm. life. And so, you know, I was raised in a, a spiritual household. And so personal growth and development were always things that I valued. So I decided while I was still in that corporate job and I had um, a lot of autonomy and time to go uh, and get my master's in spiritual psychology. And the real reason I did that is because I, I wanted to know more of who am I? Who am I? What are my gifts, my innate gifts? What is my zone of genius? And what is my purpose in this planet? And how can I serve others in a more empowered way? And so uh, it was a two-year program, and it really changed my life. It gave me the tools and the, um, the, the wisdom that I needed to know who I was. But after the two years, I still didn't know what I wanted to do professionally. But what was unique in the situation is that I really heard this loud calling to really be of service. And mm -hmm. I wanted to be of service inside prisons. So uh, I, I started leading workshops uh, back in 2010 inside California prisons. And from the first moment that I walked into a prison, it was this light bulb moment this light bulb moment where I knew that I was the best version of myself. And, you know, that, that's an odd place typically to have a light bulb moment. Um, but 
I went back to my own coach at the time and she asked me several important questions and really what, what came forward in that session with her is that all the things that I was experiencing inside a prison actually really correlated to coaching. And it was like mm. mentorship, supporting people grow and learn and evolve into the best version of themselves, helping people get out of their own way, truly seeing people and, and deep connection um, and, and leadership and speaking and, and all of these things were all um, things that I loved in the prison experience. And, and so she said, well, have you considered coaching? And I was really uh, taken back by that because I thought that I was this, you know, professional woman who, you know, everyone in Los Angeles was a coach or a yoga instructor or uh, an actor. And I was, I was more professional. So I, I, I stopped <laughs> at it for a minute. <laughs> uh, but the reality is, is that, you know, that, that prison experience uh, changed my life. And it was, it was from that moment forward um, through my own coach that I slowly started building a coaching practice. And um, now I'm really doing purposeful work that I'm, that I'm proud of, um, that I'm excited about. And, um, and, and it's, it's, it's the most fulfilling thing that I've done so far. <laughs> Man, I love, I love your story so much and I can relate so much. You forgot one on the list though, podcaster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and podcast, and it's funny because, you know, I was 14 years in wealth management before um, before going full-time in media now for three years, and I just die laughing when I hear your story because I know exactly what you went through in that transition, but I also know how valuable that makes you to your clients, especially um, in the executive life, life coach space because you had that other side. So you can see their situation. Um, and, again, not, not comparing or putting down any other life coach, but when you've been in the shoes, it's um it's a little bit different in my opinion in terms of um how the perspective and angles you can see in the pressures you have a little bit more in my opinion empathy not just sympathy for the situation um so that being said let's go just a little bit further for the executive life coach part um and then i do want to talk about some a little bit more of your speaking engagements and things you're available to do there but um what is what is a typical program like length of time work for you so that because i know there's some people in la right now and other places in the country that are listening that are like they relate to your story they understand and they're like you know I, they've been and it's 2020 let's face it it's the beginning of the year people are thinking about they need a coach they've been putting it off they're thinking about it um and you may be the one so what, how what does the program look like is it a um, long term is it like three months a year like there's, there's just so many executive coaches a broad term so give us a little bit more on that one absolutely uh it's a great question so i would say that i work with people for as short as three months and usually three to six months is pretty much mm -hmm. the sweet spot. Um, I've worked with people longer, but like I said, that's the sweet spot. And the reason that is, is because typically true growth and transformation usually happens around month three or four. So I like to support people in, in getting the results they want. And so that's why one-off sessions or things of that nature don't really suit the client because we want to grow and expand. And so part of how I coach people is and I think every coach has their own kind of unique mm -hmm. style and, and way. Um, I really operate from what I call the goal line. Um, and what I mean by that is I support clients in getting really clear about what they want to create on the goal line. And, you know, oftentimes that includes I've always wanted to start this new business or I've always wanted to create this brand or I've always want to do a TED talk or write a book or whatever thing I've always wanted to to change careers, right? I think you and I can speak to that very clearly. 
And so people come to me when they want to do something that's way more fulfilling and way more purposeful than they have been doing. And, and so not only do I help them on the goal line get really clear about what it is they want to create, which includes obviously a lot of strategy and action and accountability, which most, most coaches do, but I also support people um, in getting really clear what's in their way. Because it's always those things as well. It's, it's not bad news. It's, it's never the sexiest conversation. But it's not bad news to also know the things that get in our way. And these are the things that will always hijack your experience of having that greater fulfillment, that greater purpose, and ultimately achieving some of those things that I mentioned. And that's oftentimes like having limiting beliefs or judgments, maybe a fear of failure, feeling like they're not good enough, not smart enough, or, or who am I to think that I could do this? And so when, when people come to me, they have this big vision, which we support, but also we have to look at what's also hijacking them uh, either now or will potentially in their future from having what they want. And so not only do I work on the goal line with creating that, but I also get into, you know, why they want to create that. We don't wake up as humans every day and say, I can't wait to like make a to-do list and task manage my day. Um, we wake up and say, I want to do and achieve these things because these things, whether it's a book or a TED talk or whatever, those things uh, bring me an experience. They make me feel a certain way. I feel a sense of freedom and fulfillment and purpose and joy when I'm doing this particular thing. And so really it's about reconnecting them to their own inner why It's part of it. And so I say that I work on the goal line, but also the soul line. And the soul line work that we do is really about doing the inner work to support them, to give them tools to support some of those more hijacking and limiting beliefs that will keep them playing small and also keep reconnecting them to their bigger inner why. And, and especially as an entrepreneur, we can get burnt out wearing all these various different, you know, different hats and doing things that are not in our zone of genius because the, the, the business and the growth requires that. And so it's so important that people keep reconnecting to their inner why of why they started this, this thing, this business, this idea and also helping them get out of their own way. And those two soul line um, forms of action are so important. So I really support people, again, in, in, in you know, knowing who they are, getting to where they want to go, but also helping them get out of their own way and giving them tangible tools is the most important thing. So when they're out in the world and they're outside of my office and when life happens and they get triggered, that they can go into their own toolbox and their own resourcefulness and have a specific, you know, a tool that they can walk through that helps them change the pattern so that they can make a more empowered decision that's more aligned with who they are than their fear. <laughs> and so um, part of that includes really um, a method that I created called the key method that supports people in getting um, really clear about what it is that they tell themselves. And in essence, you know, the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our thoughts. And so if we're telling ourselves poor quality thoughts, then it's really the question is how are those, how is our thinking impeding our, our goals, right? So again, if we're telling ourselves poor thoughts, then that's gonna lead to a poor feeling, which is gonna lead to poor behavior, which is again going to impede our ultimate result. And so the opposite is equally true. If we tell ourselves, we keep aligning to, to the truth of who we are, and we tell ourselves more empowering things, and that's going to make us feel more empowered, 
you know, happier, um, and then that's going to lead to uh, better behavior. And so I also support people in getting really clear about what is your own inner dialogue? Who is your inner leader? And how can this dialogue either support you or impede what you really want in life? And so, Farah, if somebody's listening to this, a lot, a lot of executives listening, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information or they want to follow up to connect with you either about the executive life coaching or also uh, on speaking engagements, um, that kind of stuff, what's the best way for them to follow up with you? Great. Well, I appreciate that. And um, the best way to connect with me right now, because I am in the middle of a rebrand, which I'm really excited about, uh, is through my website. So my website is farahmarissa.com, and I know that's a unique spelling, and uh, it's F-A-R-R-A-H-M-A-R-I-S-A at, uh, I'm sorry, dot com, or through my personal email at farah at farahmarissa.com. Fantastic. Well, hey, Farah, um, really been a pleasure. I could talk to you about this all day. I have like 50 more questions. I'm definitely going to have to have you back on the show, um, but that's our time for today. So again, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We just launched that this year, uh, Money Matters Top Tips. Um, if you have some opinions or, um, or want to put in some insight on executive coaching or speaking or anything else in there love to hear your insight uh, on the, on this video um Farrell, thanks again for coming on the show thank you so much i appreciate it adam